and welcome back to another grassroots marketing on cannabisradio.com. And right now, I'm joined with a guest that has quite a bit of a background. Starting off as a touring musician for many years, a turned social impact entrepreneur with a switch to the cannabis industry seven years ago as adult use cannabis became legal in Massachusetts. And right now, he is the director of marketing for New Era Illinois. I'm here with Jonah Rapino. Jonah, thanks for being on. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on. That's quite a transition from one to the other. But what I want to just ask is right off the bat, you made a point when it comes to New Era and how you want to go ahead and help. First of all, you make a point that um, what made you go into cannabis was because when it came into Massachusetts, you felt cannabis was a great place to continue your desire to do good while making a living. And when you talk about what you want to do with New Era as in your director of marketing role, that you want to continue to grow in the field where social impact and revenue are true partners. So expand on that for me. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we have this plant that we have literally, you know, chemical receptors built into our bodies, uh, you know, through evolution of, you know, humanoids using it, you know, for eons, right? And then to have this thing that is so helpful for such a long history to then be made illegal, right? is just seems, you know, has always seemed to me uh, to be wrong. And the fact that this is now changing in the United States in a very profound way is, is just a really wonderful thing. So I just know from firsthand accounts, talking to people, working with people, how much cannabis has helped them in their physical lives, uh, in their mental lives, that just by being a part of this industry, I feel like I'm doing good. I'm making it, helping make it more possible for people to get what they need from cannabis, right? So to me, that right there is just social impact that is impacting the social good. So therefore, anything I can do to make sure the most people as possible can get access to this wonderful organic plant and compound means that I feel like my time spent in doing this, you know, uh, uh, feels good. So now with what you wanted to go and do in the industry, you were always talking about the fact of that you always wanted to do for others. What was it do you feel like that you wanted to go and be able to do in terms of helping out? And what do you think that what new era cannabis is doing right now to go ahead and reach out to those that, you feel like, well, you made the point where you were a bud tender before you got in here and when you got into the medical cannabis and you talked about having conversations with cancer patients on a regular yeah. basis, navigating yeah, their I, treatment and then only having anecdotal evidence that can be gained by sharing other people's success. So was that something that was the onus to make you feel like you need to do more? What was it about? that you got for the bud tender experience that made you decide to make the change that you feel like what you're doing now will help get more awareness and more help to those who need it. Absolutely. Great question. So yeah, I, I entered into the uh, industry, um, you know, as people often do, at, you know, at the bottom, right? So I was at the sales counter and, you know, learning how to uh, interact and, and help people find the thing that was right for them. Um, when I was uh, at that that location that was a medical only um, 
dispensary. And we did have a lot of folks who were either uh, diagnosed with cancer or were recovering from cancer. And I just had a lot of conversations with them. Some people who had had experience with cannabis in the past and some people who are like, I, my doctor recommended that maybe I come try this out because, you know, they've heard that people have had some success in terms of side effects and other things having to do with cancer treatment, right? So then what I quickly identified was that, well, there's just not a lot of great research-based you know, based information out there. So what did we do at our store is we continued to have those conversations with people who had had cancer and had used cannabis, and we were able to relate those uh, stories. So that's anecdotal evidence, right? So this is not something I'm not saying I'm qualifying that this is going to help treat this exactly this way or rid you of this, et cetera, right? All we were able to do was share our own personal experiences and then experiences of people that we were talking to uh, professionally at the store. Um, so, you know, that that to me is, I, I feel hopeful that that research is starting to be done and will continue to grow and expand as the laws change in the uh, United States. And so then for me, what felt I felt like I could do in the meantime was more focused around normalization, right? So helping make sure that that message is out there for the public that, no, this is not, once again, some illicit thing, some people still think it is. Um, this is not a underground Grateful Dead kind of thing, which some people kind of still think it is, even if it is legal. This is something that is proving to be extremely helpful for so many different types of people that the 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 idea is to normalize to to kind of show those stories to to share those things to market out to people who are maybe cannabis curious and talk to them about how cannabis can help with that it's, like, it's literally a marketing campaign that that we're working on now uh, with new era how can we interface with people at farmers markets or at health and wellness events or at bars and restaurants or other types of ways that we can get out in the community and just talk to people about misconceptions uh, that they might have and then benefits that people can get. So what do I ask because of uh, where there's been a lot of discussions about um, you know, what to do to go and bring people together. And one of the things that was also talked about within Massachusetts itself is how the cannabis control commission is now looking to approach licensing social consumption sites. So the idea of cannabis consumption lounges, and they wanted to go ahead and they actually were looking to streamline the process for cannabis cafes and marijuana lounges to be operated up and running in Massachusetts. And they want to have a process where, you know, they want to explore the issues around social consumption with that opportunity in place, if the cannabis control board could put that possible, how much that would that help now towards what you're looking to do? Because if you can have a place where people can congregate and consume together, like in other States already now with New York or, you know, Illinois, what is it that you see now that would be really great to have in that? Well, I can speak in general to that. And also from my experience in Illinois, because when I was in Massachusetts, there was no real social consumption, right? So I am a, definitely a big um, supporter and proponent of social consumption uh, for cannabis. Um, I I think that, I mean, 
in the best of all possible worlds, like anybody who is hanging out in a uh, their their backyard should be able to consume cannabis in a in a state where it's recreationally legal or invite people over, right? Uh, but then you run into the situation where it's like, well, what if someone's visiting from out of town? What if they're a tourist and et cetera, right? Like where the heck are they supposed to go? So th that, you know, you're hitting the nail right on the head. Normalization comes when there is a place where people can be in public doing a thing that is not illegal, right? Um, so I think the word streamlining would be great. Uh, I don't think that any state really, uh, Illinois uh, cannabis industry, or sorry, the national cannabis industry uh, has really figured out how to do that. Um, in a way that's going to bring as many possible operators in to have a wide variety of places, right? It's actually been very difficult, uh, you know, even in California, um, now in Illinois, there's very few of them, right? So there hasn't been a push by the regulators, legislators, and everyone else to figure out a streamlined way to make that happen, because otherwise you'd see them everywhere. Right, just in the same way that you're, you see bars everywhere, right? So this is really, literally, what we're talking about. Um, you know, the, there was with normalization of alcohol happened a long time ago, and you see a liquor store and a bar, um, you know, basically everywhere. So that normalization following suit, you would see a dispensary and a a place to socially consume that cannabis. And and then to your, you know, and last to your point. Once again, when you, when you see people outside, you know, doing this thing, it shows other folks that no, these are not, you know, wanton, you know, criminals or people who are are going uh, into some sort of bad experience that they should protect their, you know, their families from, or whatever, you know, like literally, the, you know, the hash bashes that were happening all around the United States was a way that people were trying to to normalize marijuana. It's like, look, you can get a whole bunch of different types of people together who believe in cannabis and it's not just one demographic or one person, right? So I think let's bring let's bring cannabis to the public. Let's direct people to the website, neweracannabis.com, N-U-E-R-A cannabis.com. And you do a lot of work right now in terms of where New Era is growing a lot of great strains. Uh, you have hybrids like Divinity 35, Joe's Exotic and Jungle Cake, Indica's like Oreos, O-R-E-O-Z, Ice Cream Cake and Double Stuffed Kush. And then you have Sativa, the Don Shula. That's funny. I'm a, uh, you know, I live, you know, down here in Miami in uh, South Florida. So the Dolphins are always a point of mind. And Don Shula, we definitely know who it is. The Glove yeah. and Trop Cherry Cookies. So talk to me about the strains being grown and talk to me about, you know, what's going on with New Era in terms of, what people can do when they're in Illinois, how they can get access to the products and they can go and sample what you have in the stores. Absolutely. Um, so new era, um, you know, we are six uh, retail dispensaries. Uh, three of them have a medical license split with adult use. So medical patients can go there. Also just the recreational consumer can go there as well. And then we have three that are just adult use. Um, we are looking to potentially be adding more. So uh, keep your, uh, ears tuned in for that uh, coming in some some time in the in the near future, uh, and then we are vertical. So we also have a cultivation center. So we are in partnership with a cultivator called Aiso. So we're actually in the process of purchasing them. Um, we have received permission from the board to move forward from that. 
And then we're just waiting on the final uh, approvals from the state uh, so that that then cultivation center will officially be a new era cultivation center. Uh, the wonderful thing about that is that the teams that are there have been doing a really amazing job uh, for many years. They have a great uh, reputation in the state of Illinois for, for making very high quality product. Um, what we have then done is gone in and, and actually expanded the team somewhat. Uh, we brought in uh, a really expert grower uh, from California um, to come in and kind of help oversee a lot of the kind of transition uh, in, in really bringing the potential that all of the people in that facility have already to a higher uh, um, result. So we are getting, we're maximizing our yields, we're, we're, we're honing in on best strains, we're actually doing, working towards doing some kind of gene therapy work with this, with some of the, the uh, older, like kind of original strains so that we can kind of reinvigorate them and really bring back the uh, really excellent amount of cannabinoids and terpenes and things that people have grown to love in things like Blue Dream, uh, Durban Poison and things like that. Um, you did mention a, kind of a greatest hits of some of our strains. Don Shula uh, is is one that we've done a lot of work with. Uh, we have a really great reputation with here in Illinois. We're starting to harvest uh, Don Shula up in the 32 to 33, up to 35% THC. Um, it's just a really amazing uh, plant. And we, we have cultivated it in a way that is just giving people a great experience. Uh, we're also uh, working on a lot of other types of products. So live resin is something that uh, people are very interested in, uh, in markets like Illinois. So that's where you're taking the, uh, the, the harvest and you're freezing it uh, like right away from when you knock it down. Uh, so you're not letting it sit around. Um, you're really preserving all of that the fresh oils and, and cannabinoids in there. And we're uh, doing a lot for the new era brand with that. So we have live resin uh, concentrates uh, like live resin, live, uh, live butter, and then also diamonds and sauce. Uh, we've expanded that into uh, vape cartridges. So we have live resin vape cartridges as well. And we are working on uh, introducing some live resin gummies. So New Era is our kind of premium in-house brand. So you're going to have all of that stuff, the best of highest amounts of THC, best bud structure, you know, best terpene count kind of flower coming out under that brand. Um, and then the live resin. And then, so we have a couple of more brands, which is really exciting. We're really trying to expand that uh, to hit a number of different kinds of uh, interests and kind of price points that they have in, in Illinois. So we have a brand called Interstate 420. Um, you can think of that maybe as your kind of Harley Davidson demographic. Uh, so this is cannabis that takes you where you want to go. Um, it's a little bit of a, you know, a little better on the price and uh, a, a kind of a second tier. Um, but you're going to have popcorn and flour and shake on the flour side. Uh, you're going to have sauce carts. So we're actually uh, still using uh, kind of a live resin process, but actually distilling out um, kind of sauce and terpenes to use in the vape carts for the i420. So that's our live sauce cart. Uh, very tasty. Uh, a lot of great cannabis derived terpenes. Um, and then we're also doing kind of pre-roll multi-packs. So that's, you know, tickets. But, uh, take a trip uh, with the Interstate 420. Uh, and then lastly, we have another brand called Midweek Friday. So this is our bulk and kind of sharing um, brand that we're coming out with. Uh, this is very fun and party-centric, social-centric. Get out there, get with your friends, uh, share them around, go on a picnic, go on a hike, go to a music festival, 
uh, family reunion, class reunion, uh, you know, things like that. So that's what our midweek Friday brand is going to be all about. So you're looking at big bulk amounts of flour, you know, 20 packs for pre-rolls, uh, 20 packs for gummies, things like that. So very exciting uh, um, uh, rollouts uh, for New Era in our vertical in Illinois uh, in terms of brands. Um, and then how do you get this stuff? A great question, right? Um, and I, I, I would like to touch on kind of an interesting aspect of Illinois in this, in that the way that the regulars, uh, regulators set it up is no dispensary company can sell more or hold more than 40% of their own produced product in their retail stores. So what that does is that brings in a lot of other brands into those stores, right? So if you're going uh, in the beginning of like Massachusetts industry, when you went into a store, the only products that you were getting at that store were from that company only. There was not other brands, right? That's starting to change somewhat in Massachusetts. But I thought the regulators did a smart thing where they wanted the consumer to have as much and easy access as possible to as many different brands as possible. So our retail dispensaries carry a lot, a lot of SKUs from many, many other brands, right? So they have, the consumer has a lot of different choices, which I think is really great, really helps also level the playing field, right? We have a lot of new um, craft, like small batch infusers coming online here in Illinois. And the fact that, you know, once again, the way they've set it up, I think it's going to be easier for those smaller companies to get their products placed on shelves. Now, lastly, uh, New Era. So we are six dispensaries. We have one in the kind of heart of Chicago. Um, it's um, We were one of the earlier medical dispensaries. Um, it's near Wicker Park, Bucktown, Old Town, Lincoln Park. Uh, right off the highway, we've got free parking right there. It's a really wonderful dispensary. Um, right there in the kind of downtown Chicago area um, or adjacent. Uh, and then we uh, have done a really great job of um, being there for the consumers in central Illinois. So we have dispensaries in both Champaign-Urbana, so uh, two dispensaries there, as well as one in East Peoria and one in Pekin. Uh, so that really covers a lot of ground in, in central Illinois because there's definitely a lot of people who there who don't have as many opportunities as like in Chicago. And even as well in the border states, you've got a lot of people coming in from Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, et cetera, to those central Illinois places. So it's really great to be able to provide that service for them down there. And then our current sixth dispensary is in Aurora. So that's the second biggest um, uh, population center in the state of Illinois. Uh, so we have a uh, wonderful adult use uh, uh, facility right there. Uh, it's actually right not next to uh, Chicago Premium Outlets. So if you're looking to go to the Gap, outlet or the Nike outlet, uh, we've got a, a cannabis store right there uh, to help you on your way in or, or your way out. We'll leave it there. Again, join with the Director of Marketing with New Era Illinois, Jenna Rapino. Thanks for being on with us. Appreciate it. Absolutely. It's definitely my pleasure and I appreciate the opportunity. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced. From the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support, the new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, 
and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.